Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Okay, this is theory four. Uh, I've watched Arachnids in the UK, which is uh, an episode of Doctor Who. Um, I'm going to have to stop explaining things like it's the first episode every time, but here I am. Uh, Now, I've got some things to I never got around to. Uh, (laughs) I forgot to tell you, I couldn't find the photo from the Isle of Wight. I think I know where it is, but uh, where it is is in storage at my sister's house in Geelong. And I'm in Sydney, so it's a bit of a hike. But next time I'm down there, I'll dig it up. Uh, you're going to have to remind me, though, because as if I'm going to remember, it'll be like 200 episodes away. Um, also, uh, I was talking about the music in the last episode. Uh, Sagan Akinola, who is the new Doctor Who composer, I adore his music. Like, I listen to the soundtrack album of this series frequently just for fun just because i really really like it um uh but i was going to talk about the new arrangement of the doctor who theme which is awesome um especially if you have a really massive subwoofer because there is a bass drop there that will almost certainly uh annoy your neighbors uh anyway that's what's been happening to me today Uh, What a fun Christmas break this is for everyone around me. Uh, (laughs) So, Arachnids in the UK, as an episode, uh, it feels like, you know, it's trying to do a whole bunch of things, you know, it's trying to tick off a a lot of stuff. It it feels like, you know, a whiteboard uh, with a bunch of ideas on it, and they haven't quite all come together well, but... There's so much in it that I enjoyed. I remember when uh, the first time I watched it, 
everyone was really down on it. And I, you know, I enjoyed it because I love a spider. Uh, snakes and spiders, they're my favourite things. Um, and you know what I really am enjoying about this series of Doctor Who? Is how much we're learning uh, about just, you know, everyday things. We've learned a lot about history in the last episode, uh, the history of racism uh, in Alabama. Uh, we learned a lot about this episode about spiders and things that spiders don't like. Like the, there's a, a whole bunch of things basically that you could put into your real life, like the garlic, spiders hate garlic, so just, you know, leave some garlic lying around if you don't like spiders. Vinegar, they won't cross the vinegar line. Uh, There was the tea tree oil they were not mad for. Like, so there's all these, you know, all these facts about spiders that we learn. Also, you know, how how dull and domestic the spiders were, but they're just gigantic. Also... You know, a factually correct giant thing. So the spider got so large that it couldn't actually breathe, which is something that they, you know, I don't know if you watch Marvel movies, but Giant Man um, or Ant Man, who becomes Giant Man, Paul Rudd, uh, technically, when he gets to be that big, he shouldn't be able to breathe. Like the oxygen molecules would be too small for him to breathe. Same as when he's tiny, like the oxygen molecules would be too big and his body shouldn't be able to process them. I mean, you know, it's Marvel science, it'll, it'll sort itself out. But I love the fact that this is something that they've dealt with in this episode. They've gone, oh, the, the spider can't be that size because it just can't sustain its own weight and its own, you know, it, it can't sustain being that big. I love that kind of stuff in a show like this. Um, also, because, like, I, I told you last time that the first time I saw this, there were no special effects to the point where there was no hotel. Uh, <laughs> just scenes across a golf course and there was just like a, a crappy old golf house at the end that didn't have the big, Guilt Hotel. So for me, the first time I watched it, I didn't get those big notes that Chris Noth's character, Chris Noth uh, from, you know, Law and Order, Sex in the City, uh, The Good Wife. Oh my God, how much do I love The Good Wife? Has everyone watched it? It is the best. Like it is really funny. I mean, it's quite dramatic as well. But there are scenes with Alan Cumming and uh, Parker Posey and Amy Sedaris in that series that are some of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. And I think it's that thing where if you want something to be hilarious, you have to have drama because you can't, if you're just all funny all the time, then there's nowhere for the pendulum to swing to the other side. And equally, if you're all drama all the time, then your pendulum's not going to swing over to the funny side. And I think The Good Wife is one of those shows where the pendulum swings all, like all the way both times. So you get huge, big comedy moments and really gut-wrenching, you know, make you want to tear out your eyes from all the tears moments. Um, I'm on The Good Wife now. Uh, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, anyway, so Chris Noth. So his character... I didn't realise the first time I watched it how much he was meant to be kind of like Trump. but because they And they also mentioned Trump in the episode and so it kind of throws you off the scent that he's basically meant to be Trump. Like, you know, he, he fires uh, what's-her-face from Coronation Street, you know, uh, <laughs> yes, his mum. <laughs> Nacha. Uh, <laughs> which is one of my favourite stupid jokes in this episode, just every time she gets called yes. 
And so, yeah, he he's, he loves like firing people, well, just firing the one person over and over again. Uh, and but also all the guilt, kind of big, you know, signs above the the golf course resort. And Trump does own about twenty two golf course resorts, including three, I think, in Scotland. Like, because look, one of one of the most famous golf courses in the world is in Scotland, which is St Andrews, and so I think he thinks that. He can't own that one, so he's going to own as many Scottish golf courses as possible. So he's just kind of trying to buy legitimacy. I don't know. Um, by the way, the the road hole, I think it's called at St Andrews, is considered the most difficult um, par four hole, I think, in the world because you have to like. There's a massive bunker right next to the green, like it's a gigantic big sand trap, and like it's like it's as tall as a person to get out of it and you have to go i think you have to go over a road or bump your ball off a road or something i don't know there's it's a very difficult thing and you got to aim your ball at a hotel without it going through the windows and then kind of take a sharp left turn to get onto the green or something to that effect anyway i looked it up for a question <laughs> at a hard quiz i read an entire tom's round about holes and um Anyway, the less said about my holes, the better. Uh, so, yes. Oh, how, how, this, I knew that this is what this podcast was going to become. Me talking about holes when really I wanted to talk about spiders. <laughs> the spiders in Doctor Who. <laughs> um, this isn't the first episode to have spiders in Doctor Who, by the way. Uh, there actually is a six-part episode, a John Pertwee story called Planet of the Spiders. Um and if we were in the, you know, regular swing of things, I would now divert and watch all of those. But I'm doing a big Netflix drop of all of these episodes at once. So I'm just barreling through this most recent series of Doctor Who before the New Year's Day special. So we're not going on any episode diversions, despite the fact there are many diversions within this podcast. Oh, by the way, I think I was talking about Sagan Akinola's music, which I'm, I love and I listen to all the time. The other soundtrack I'm listening to at the moment, the Mandalorian soundtrack, Ludwig Göransson. Oh dear, that I screwed up someone's pronunciation of their Swedish name. Uh, he's a producer for um, Childish Gambino. Uh, works on has worked on a bunch of films, but the Mandalorian soundtrack is glorious. Before I wind up, I do want to say I do love the moment at the end where the doctor says, "It's I can't guarantee your safety. It's going to be dangerous when I pull this lever. Uh, and it's like, oh, is this foreshadowing for something? Is something bad going to happen to someone? And then it's like, <laughs> like this sudden turn towards psychopathy where she just goes, who wants to help me pull it? <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to pull this lever. Dangerous things will happen, but oh my God, how fun. And I think that's one of the things I love about this show. So, uh, yes, uh, next time is uh, on Theory 5. We're going to go into the Saranga Conundrum, which is a spacey one. I love a space one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.